All right, Otto Sturm, International Defense Canine. Otto, you are, in my opinion, one of the hardest working people on the planet. You're, we work, obviously, with so many incredibly hardworking entrepreneurs, luxury realtors, uh, yacht builders, you name it. But you, my friend, are at really an unprecedented level. So compliments to you. It's really inspiring to watch you work uh, all angles of your business, the way you work it, from social media to the events that you do constantly. It's like, I mean, you're the ultimate road warrior. So thanks for taking the time, and it's so great to be speaking with you today. How are you? Oh, man, amazing. And, and we, we greatly appreciate it. You know, there's, there's rarely a day that I don't beat the sun up, and then I'm still grinding until 10.30, 11.30, you know, 12.30 at night. Uh, I kind of feel like maybe I'll sleep when I die. <laughs> there, you you there you if go. There you go. you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You there, know? there you go. You just used two very powerful statements. I love it. And so how is... An international defense canine, matching the right dogs with the right people for the right purpose. I love that line. And you, as anyone can see in your social media, the, I mean, the, the dogs that you work with, that you train for people to, um, to then have for protection dogs in their home, which are family safe, great with kids. I mean, just some of the most beautiful animals I've ever seen in my life. How is business, what is business like right now in your world, a very unique world? Oh man, it's, it's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm delivering dogs every other week uh, because when someone contracts a dog from us, when they're ready to be delivered, I go and I spend anywhere between one and five days with them at their home in their environment. Right. You know, showing them what rituals, routines, and exercises exercises to engage in to keep the dogs the way they are when we deliver them because there is maintenance required you know absolutely and if you want if you want to be physically fit you have to have a ritual you know if you want to be successful you have to have a ritual and the same is true with our dogs if we want them to perform at an optimum level we have to have a ritual you know even in gremlins when the guy bought the mogwai the guy said hey don't feed the mogwai after 9 p.m. and don't get it wet. Well, what happens if you don't follow the rules? The damn thing turns into a gremlin, and then bad shit will happen. <laughs> so it, it's very it's very important, you know, to engage in all the right rituals, routines, and exercises. And our motto, you know, placing the right dogs with the right people for the right reasons is, is very important to us. It's something we hold near and dear to our hearts. You know, I'm not the guy that's going to place any dog into any home just because somebody likes the way that it looks and we frequently turn people down because they don't qualify um you know i don't care how much money they have i care more about the placement of the dog and the longevity of the relationship that we develop with with our clients it's it's super important for us for it to be right and not just to be about numbers um because these are living, breathing creatures with their own thoughts and ideas and patterns of behavior. And it's bigger than that. You know, it's bigger than, than just the money. And realistically, you know, I don't need to sell these dogs. I do it because I love doing it. Because 
people have watched my wife and I, you know, be on TV and compete at world championship levels. And um, they're like, oh, we want to know how you get a dog like that. And how could we get a dog like that? Well, before we even start the training process, our dogs are selected from the top 1% of the population of dogs on the planet for confirmation, beauty, genetic health, um, temperament, working ability. So we're starting at the upper echelon of, of the spectrum. And then we couple that with a world championship level training team. And we produce a product that is bar none, unlike anything I've ever seen in, in the market. It sounds like it, it, well, I mean, not to this, no, I, I take that back. It, it, it's also, with respect to your approach, it, it's not all about the numbers, it's about the right fit. And I would imagine that that approach in your industry, in your business, in your line of work is pretty rare. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there are people that, that charge the same amount as we do that are producing a far inferior product. You know, when I deliver a dog, not only do I spend the time integrating it into your home and your family and uh, showing you what to do and what not to do, every single client has my direct cell phone number and can literally text me 24 seven with questions about health, nutrition, behavior, grooming, training. Um, you know, once people acquire a dog from us and they're in the circle of trust, you know, they're part of the family and we want to set them up for success. And we also want to set our dogs up for success. Right. Uh, but there are people that where it is just about the numbers, you right. know, where it, once you get the dog, it's like, okay, good luck, you know, and then you're kind of off on your own. And we just don't believe that's the way it should be. You know, we also own a company called You and Your Dog Behavioral Health and Dog Training. We're one of the largest dog training and behavioral health facilities for sure in the Midwest and probably, you know, top three, top five in the country. We hang out with people like Cesar Milan and, you know, Tony Robbins. And if you look at our socials, you can see proof of this. Um, the reason we started this company is because we're competing at a world championship level with our own dogs but we made a small fortune off helping people resolve severe behavioral issues with dogs they acquired from other people or rescues so we saw there was a gap um, that needed to be filled and this is right. where our niche is in this pocket and with respect to you, it's such a powerful comment, and obviously I know this from the feature, the great features we've done on you, the, um, the, the obviously the, the social media that we see you do, that we uh, then also do with you and for you, and the top 1%, that is, you know, as you touched upon, you have, you're literally starting with the top 1% of dogs on the planet how do you, how does that happen how do you go about doing that it's such an amazing statement and fact that you do do that how how do you do that so through our success in competition um 
of a lifetime of achievement with our own dogs. We've developed relationships with breeders and, and colleagues from all over the world that make dogs available to us that are not available to the open public because the producers of such dogs understand um, where our placements are gonna end up and how, how much of an extreme belief or an extreme prejudice we have to placing the dogs in the exact right situation. They can rest assured that our dogs are gonna go on to live an incredible life um, and that I provide a support structure to make sure this happens. Right, okay, understood. And so, so let, walk, walk me through it. So someone learns about International Defense Canine, then they obviously come in contact with you, Otto, and then how does the process then work? So they, you know, they reach you, they get you on your cell phone, as then all of your clients do, as you mentioned, and they then walk me through it. What happens? So typically, you know, when a, when a lead calls, um, they're looking for a dog. And when you're, when you're looking for a dog, sometimes you have a very specific picture in mind. Like I'm currently working with one client who has a very specific picture in mind. He wants two black Doberman pinchers. Right. So we can make this happen. But instead of going into, let me tell you about myself and let me tell you about how awesome our dogs are, I have information to gather. You know, the first question I want to ask is, well, how long have you been in the market for a protection dog? Mm -hmm. how, how did you hear about protection dogs? What type of dogs have you owned in the past or what type of dogs do you currently own? Because all these things matter, you know, not just your run of the mill person is going to be able to handle a level three trained Belgian Malinois. You know, <laughs> right. There's probably other breeds that are better suited for this application. Um, but we make people's dreams come true. So if they want a specific thing, I can coach them and guide them and counsel them to this goal. But I have to collect information first, you know? So I know how to fill that void and create that situation that they're looking for. Also, our company uh, in this avenue that we're in, typically all the other companies are going to force you into a German Shepherd or Belgian Malinois. Maybe you might get lucky and find a company that'll occasionally have a Doberman Pinscher, but a nice Doberman Pinscher is extremely rare and hard to source. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe occasionally a Rottweiler. Um, but most, most of the time, these guys are sticking to, you know, Belgian Malinois or German Shepherd. And that's typically because a Belgian Malinois can make a mediocre dog trainer look halfway decent <laughs> just because of the genetics of the dog. Okay. You know, they mature at a faster rate than some of these other dogs and the way they handle and process stress is different as opposed to say you called me and you wanted a paro depressa canario. 
which is a molassa breed type dog that takes two to three years to mature and the percentage of their workability to the percentage of a Malinois workability is skewed, you know, towards the Malinois. Because I was the first guy ever in the world to take an American Staffordshire Terrier, American Pitbull Terrier type dog to a world championship for any European recognized protection sport. And I did it for the sport of Mondial Ring, which is like Menza for dogs. If you haven't heard about it, look it up. It's spelled M-O-N-D-I-O r-i-n-g mondial ring which means world ring um our diverse skill set allows me to raise and develop these dogs of exotic types uh to be a level one or level two protection dog and in very rare cases a level three protection dog because of the tasks that a level three protection dog has to be able to accomplish certain genetics are more suited toward those and are easier to achieve. And with respect to, so going back to, with respect to um, matching the, when you go in and someone contacts you uh, and you're, you said you research and ensure the environment's correct, that you also touched upon. You then, you actually go to the environment. You go to the home. You go to the luxury yeah, yes, sir. For, for instance, um, last year we were working with, with a, a very cool client, uh, former president CEO of Philip Morris, former president CEO of Kraft, mm-hmm. uh, head of the Marlboro Racing Team, who has multiple homes throughout the country. And before I even delivered the dog, you know, I would take the home to the downtown environment to the 13th floor penthouse and stay there for for a while you know i would take the dog to the lake home and and condition it to the staff and the and the uh environment that's amazing take the dog on the on the yacht you know and teach them how to get on and off the yacht i would take the dog on the private jet because the dog has to be able to travel and live the lifestyle that its owners own right right you know this this isn't just a pet that you pick up at puppy land or go to the german shepherd breeder and pick up a dog and hope for the best these dogs that we produce are highly highly trained and skilled um, in a variety of locations and environments and many of our dogs travel not only nationally but internationally and they have to be able to behave in a social setting in a variety of environments if you've never if a dog grew up in the country and it's never been exposed to a city environment like manhattan and you take that dog from the farm to manhattan without any pieces in the middle there's going to be a big problem when it gets to that strange environment right right Right, it's going to stress the dog yeah. out. It's going to right, absolutely. No, it's very. This is oh, it's, severely. It's very so. It's, it's, if, go ahead. If a dog's never taught how to be on a plane, you know, there, there's going to be some problems when you expect this dog to go on a plane. And you know, we provide the systems, the the routines, the rituals, the coaching, to make this uh, transition effortless. 
It's incredible the way that you do this. I mean, it's very intricate, very psychological, very, met uh, very methodical. It's really, really impressive. And I would imagine that the, I mean, your success rate with your, um, with those that are fortunate enough to become your clients is simply 100%, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, bar none. Um, it, the system is so refined. And, you know, because we do go through steps of qualifiers, that increases our probability of success. And then, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. We haven't just done it for one or two or three dogs, but, you know, literally dozens and dozens of dogs over the course of 20 plus years between my wife and I, the, the way we grew up in dog competition families, we have over 65 years of experience between the two of us. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And then you also touched upon, and I know, I know that you do a significant amount of the, tr the hands-on training yourself, but then you also mentioned you have a world-class training team. Oh, yes, sir. Um, we, we have a staff on site of 19 people and then a network of, of others that are a little larger and spread throughout the world that help us with different phases of the program. And, you know, from starting with a, a brand new infant puppy, cycling it up the ladder through these phases to the final product, it's very refined and very structured. Not only are my wife and I both world championship level competitors, but I actually have a very dear friend that is multiple podium standing, multiple world champion winning um, Mondial Ring competitor that we helped move from America to Belgium that, that works for me side by side on staff. That is absolutely incredible. You, you are, International Defense Canine is just, it's simply, you're simply unparalleled. What are, what are a few of, and I know this is a question that you could answer for hours on end with the number of success stories uh, and the, um, the powerful um, components to such, but what are a few, one, two, three, what are a few that, in your opinion, just really completely encompass international defense canine, whether they were, you know, two years ago, whether they were all this year, what are those success stories? So, I mean, one comes to mind right, right off the bat. I do a lot of dogs for, for jewelers. So, you know, people that are high net worth that are traveling around the country, meeting with other high net worth individuals that have valuables in their possession, you know, they're traveling from Houston to New York and they have a case of diamonds, you know, encrusted watches, necklaces, whatever. Right. Uh, one of my clients that had acquired two dogs from me because they had two different shops. Um, and this is like a sad, a sad part of the industry, but this is what the dog was intended to do. Someone attempted to rob one of their shops that their parents staffed and the dog leapt over the counter 
engaged the intruder, um, stopped the robbery, no humans were harmed, uh, and the dog got shot in the process and eventually passed away at the vet later that evening. But they lost no merchandise, no humans were harmed, and then the individual was eventually caught because the dog tore the guy's bicep and pec pectoral muscle almost clean off and he had to go to the hospital later. So, <laughs> you know, that puts all the pieces of the puzzle together. This dog was here to be an intrusion prevention system. Somebody decided that that system needed to be tested and the, the dog absolutely passed the test. You know, when we, when we put our dogs into service at people's homes, we hope the intrusion prevention system part of it is all that they'll ever need. Right. But when, I, when our dogs are tested and they do have to prove the point, the dog will be the equalizer in the situation when someone comes to your environment with the intent to do violence, right? Yeah. If, if you know, everybody with an ego says, oh, I wish a would, you know, let somebody come to my house. But seriously, an intelligent man with a family will not invite violence to their door. And someone or a group of someone that come to your door that are willing to do violence have already mapped out this encounter in their brain, right? right? Even if you're sitting on the couch with your gun in a holster and you think you're ready, they've already designed this encounter. They choose how the first 10 seconds of this encounter will go. The dog changes that. Right, right. right? So we say intrusion prevention systems, but even when it comes down to it, the dog changes the first 10 seconds of that encounter and allows you to adapt and make a choice and then actually have the other ha upper hand. Right, and I would imagine also in many cases when the dogs are, are put in the situation where they unfortunately do have to be tested, often within that first 10 seconds, the dogs perhaps completely disseminate the situation. Correct. Correct. And then typically once someone observes that there is a dog on the location, they pick another location to go to. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, another really cool uh, story is we do a lot of service dogs and um, we had a partial quadriplegic Navy veteran bring a dog to us that she had acquired through rescue that she was hoping could be her new service dog because uh, her, her current service dog had to be retired due to age and a medical issue. Well, I tested the dog and there was no possible genetic potential for this dog to do the work. So I asked her what her dream dog would be. And she was like, Oh, I would love to have a purebred Rottweiler. Uh, so we selected a Rottweiler from our program and raised the dog to be her new service dog. And the dog is trained to alert her to the onset of an epilepsy disorder caused by her injury through the change in biochemical odor. He pulls her wheelchair around. He can turn on and off light switches. He can take off her socks. He can pick up her keys or her cell phone and bring them to her. So these are the type of highly skilled uh, animals that we produce, you know, and again, revolutionary and life-changing for this lady. Uh, she's an amazing lady. When I did her first uh, go-home lesson, 
It was about two hours long. I did the entire lesson in a wheelchair. This lady spends 20 hours a day in the wheelchair. Let me tell you, by the end of two hours, I was dying to get out of the chair. Right. So, and she keeps the most positive, upbeat attitude um, and just has an amazing inspirational, like, like outlook on life. And she's stuck in a wheelchair and has limited use of both arms and, and no use of one leg and limited use of the other. Um, and this is a lady who went and served our country and was injured doing so. So we like to pay it forward in situations like this. You know, my wife was a veteran and, um, it's, it's really important and near and dear to our hearts to be able to help people like this. And the, the ability to work with high end affluent people allows us to help people in her situation. That's a really great story. Thank you for sharing that. And that's really, that's really powerful and impactful and beautiful that, uh, that you do that. That's really amazing. How often are you, because you're so busy doing what you typically do, just curious, how often are you able to do that throughout a, any given year? Uh, I would say we probably do between three and six service dogs a year, um, just depending on when people track us down and, and request the, that and if it seems like a good fit. Right. Well, compliments to you for doing that. That's that's really exceptional. That's that's a fantastic story, and the first story is very very powerful, as uh, as well. What is it that during this time, and dur- obviously when I say quote unquote this time, i.e. since March April of 2020, what is it that's been different, uh, most significantly about your business? Because I would think. It, it would correlate with obviously the increases that we've seen in a number of sectors um, that are tied to obviously the affluent, i.e. whether it be luxury real estate, whether it be yachts, you name it. But I would think with those significantly elevated increases that you would have seen a direct increase in your business. But specifically, how has it, how has uh, this time transformed or changed your business and then also changed the way that you've gone about doing your business? Yeah, I mean, it, it has been crazy. Uh, you know, we started to see a spike in business before the pandemic when people were burning down cities. And, um, right. you know, I'm originally from St. Louis. I'm a, a Milwaukee transplant. The wife tricked me into moving here to freeze to death. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be negative 50 the entire time, but we, we've all seen this attorney from St. Louis on the internet McCloskey and what happened there with the protesters. Right. And from St. Louis, I've, I've worked in his neighborhood and have clients in his neighborhood for the last, you know, 15 years. And when these events started happening across the country an immediate spike in interest and calls happened because people want to feel safe and if the public service part of things can no longer keep us safe then we have to keep ourselves safe and you know the best the best defense is a good offense so you need to make sure your parameters secure you need to make sure you have a good intrusion prevention system 
you know, intrusion deterrent system because you want to deter people from thinking they can intrude into your place. And then when they decided to shut the country down in March, things got a little scary uh, because we weren't sure what was going to happen. Hey, is this really the apocalypse? Are we all going to be running around like the walking dead in two weeks? <laughs> What's going on? Right. Uh, and then immediately, immediately in April, our business exploded again on all fronts, the international defense canines front and the, the pet dog front. Um, so I would say time and time again, we've proven to be recession proof. And now I can say we've proven to be apocalypse proof. Uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. But I think one main component to that is that we're always seeking to add more value than we take. You know, that it's very important to us. At the end of the day, I know I can sleep between 12.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. for that brief period of time, easy, knowing that I added more value than I took, you know? Absolutely, and, uh, and from the way that you've described the way that you, the way that International Defense Canine does, the, does business, the way that you do it, it, to me, it, I think anyone would be, I mean, I think it would be literally impossible to find anyone that does do it the way that you do it and provides the value and the quality of what you do in any way whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody do it like we do it yet. And just the care and the passion that we put into it, I hope people recognize and appreciate. And some people call and they're like oh man that's that's expensive when a level one protection dog starts at seventy five thousand dollars and they they say oh i was expecting to spend between 15 and 25. well i start the process with a raw puppy and invest that much into health testing to make sure that when i deliver the puppy that i can provide a longevity warranty you know a genetic health guarantee a workability warranty that I'm not putting a dog into service that has bad joints or some underlying problem where its spinal cord will stop communicating with its back legs eventually or that its brain doesn't function properly. All of these pieces of the puzzle add up, you know, over a period of time. And then when we're delivering a dog between 18 and 24 months old, imagine the amount of hours of work that have went into this dog if i'm putting them on a plane and flying them around the country you know imagine the investment in nutrition housing our facility is a world-class facility for the comfort health and well-being of these animals and it's a lot of pieces of the puzzle sometimes i tell people hey you know gucci never goes on sale and there's a reason for this <laughs> yep absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. Very well, very well said. Well, my friend Otto, I have now taken 30 minutes of your time, which I'm so grateful for, and I know you are, again, one of the busiest people on the planet. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have or anything that we didn't touch upon that you would like to during this first podcast, which will be the first of many now that we've finally done the first? Oh man, I don't know. I could sit and talk to you about dogs and dog training literally all day. So 
I mean, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to share our knowledge and experience and, and greatly, greatly appreciative to you and your staff and, you know, the interest that you guys have, have taken in us and, um, you know, just really enjoy and appreciate this relationship and look forward to many years to come. Thank you very much for saying that. And again, likewise, as I began this, uh, this fantastic conversation with is uh, we absolutely love working with you. You are inspiring to me. You're one of the hardest working people that we work with. And as I mentioned, we work with a lot of very hard working people, but you're also just a very uh, incredible individual, individuals, I should say, you and, uh, you and your wife. And so Otto Sturm, thank you so much again for taking the time. International Defense Canine, internationaldefensecanine.com matching the right dogs with the right people for the right purpose. Thank you so much, awesome. my friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Sounds like a plan. You too. Bye.